The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. Hey there, are you ready for sex with Jaya? Everyone, we are live from the ANE Expo. And I'm talking with a number of variety of guests today. And my first guest is from Pure. And he has a wealth of knowledge. Let me see your badge again. Richie Harris. You were on a panel yesterday, and I was very, very interested in everything that you had to say about natural products. But why are personal lubricants important? Well, first of all, thank you so much for asking me to be on your show, because that's really nice. Um, I'm a personal lubricant expert with almost 20 years in the personal lubricant experience. And personal lubricants, one of the reasons that I got involved in them the very first time is because using personal lubricants will allow condoms actually not to fracture or break. And when the HIV crisis was really coming up in full swing, of course, condom use became much, much more on the radar. So I thought, well, if I could get more people to use personal lubricants, especially silicone lubricants, that condoms would last longer, fracture less, meaning there'd be less HIV transmission, and maybe, just maybe, I could make a difference in human health and life. Yay. So that's how it started. So you're really educating people about what's in the products. And yesterday you were talking about preservatives. And I was really interested in some of the things you were saying about poly versus sodium. Can you shed a light about that? Well, first, I guess what I first would say is that lubricants, just like everything in our lives, have really changed a lot in the last, let's say, 20 years. But really, really a lot in the last five. If you just look at normal things in our lives, like right now, we're sitting here and we're talking through Skype, through Macintosh, <laughs> and, I, and we're talking on radio, and there's hopefully thousands and thousands of listeners, where years ago, it was a Dixie cup and a string, right? <laughs> so things have changed a lot, and in the lubricant category, they've changed tremendously. Like, for example, we all remember KY jelly, but even before that, when I was a kid, it was Vaseline, Ew. Or maybe some hand lotion. Ew. Right? So, and, and then there was, of course, oil. Some people just used oil, Western oil, and those, of course, would break condoms right away. Right. Now, if you flash the calendar forward by 20 years, it's changed amazingly. KY jelly, for example, in my opinion, and of course I'm entitled to one, should be, be like put right back into your parents' drawer. There's much, much better choices. Right. Silicone lubricants, for example, which hit the stage around 1995, really changed the map because as Deutsch AIDS Life says, and Deutsch AIDS Life was the first real AIDS organization to get behind silicone lubricants, made the statement that if people all over the world would use silicone lubricants, that it would save hundreds of thousands of lives by HIV and other STI, not mm. just STD transmission, because that would be diseases and infections. Lubricant is important. Really important. And what's really, really funny is people don't shop for personal lubricants as intensely as they'll shop for a pizza. And it's the closest product in our lives. You go, oh, you know what? I like Crest toothpaste. Or I like Colgate toothpaste. And I like it because da, 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 da. Or I always only use Sensodyne. So we really, really shop for our toothpaste even more intensely than we do our sexual lubricants. And what's the most intimate product in our life? 
It goes in your body. It goes in your body, right? The FDA actually takes a closer look at them. People don't really realize that the most intimate product in their life, especially as we age, takes a postmenopausal woman or someone that just had a baby. Sex can be painful. It can be very painful. So I know women that have come up to me and said, you know what, without personal lubricant, they can barely walk. Right. And it's not even about sex, right. right? That dryness happens as we age, that our body starts to need moisture more and more. Why do people wrinkle? I always say to my friends, you know, you're not aging so well. Moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. And that's your skin. It's your membrane. It's every part of your body. Doctors tell you to drink how many glasses of water a day? About eight. Right. And what do most people drink? About two. Or they drink a lot of Coke. Or they drink a lot of Coke <laughs> or a lot of coffee. And what right. they really should be doing is drinking pure water with maybe a lemon in it mm-hmm. or a lime. It's good for your sex life, people. Water. It really is. <laughs> Hydration is the key to better sexuality, better aging, and better long life. Mm-hmm. It really is. You, um, you have a product with an acid in it. You were talking about on the panel... Uh, hydroluronic, well, say there's it right actually, for there's me. There's two things. The first question you asked me was about natural, right? And there's preservatives that we see every day in food. One of them we see all the time is polysorbate. You see it all the time because it's a preservative. It's one of the reasons why some of the foods that we eat, you go, God, how can that mayonnaise last so long? Or why is that ketchup in my refrigerator? <laughs> it could last a, a really long time. Right? It's probably not good for right? you. <laughs> Usually it's, it's laced with lots of chemicals and preservatives. And we always scratch our head and we wonder, well, you know, it's like cancer is all over our lives. My sister, breast cancer. My sister-in-law, breast cancer. My father has prostate cancer. My father-in-law, lymph. Where, why, where's all this cancer coming from? Right? And the cancer rates are going up alarmingly. Lung cancer, of course, is huge, and we know partially what that's from. And it's not just cigarette-smoking people, right? There's people that have never smoked a cigarette in their life that have lung cancer. Well, I say, you know, a lot of it's because of all the chemicals and all the preservatives that we put into our foods. When you go to the grocery store, do you think a chicken breast is really that big? (laughs) Do you really think an orange is really that color? Right. Because I have to tell you, when you look even at the fish department, like I live in Miami, salmon's not that color. Right. So we lace foods with all these hormones and preservatives, and then we scratch our head and wonder why kids that are nine years old are menstruating. This is the first time that our children in history are going to live less than we are, is the prediction. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Don't you think it's wild that an eight-year-old kid is menstruating and has breasts? Yes, something's going on there. Something's definitely right. I mean, we're definitely these hormones. I mean, we're definitely Mm -hmm. changing our species, and I don't think for the better. So, what we're trying to do is we're trying to take personal lubricants and we're trying to say, okay, let's not use a man-made preservative, which is polysorbate. Let's use something that's natural-based, potassium sorbate. Right. It works as well. Maybe it doesn't last quite as long. It feels just as good, but it's going to be much better for human health. And so we take lots of different natural ingredients and we do things to help women, for example, that have a problem with orgasming. That means that they're having blood blood flow problems. So we'll take natural ingredients like cocoa, which has caffeine in it, white pepper, and ginseng, and we'll place that into a very healthy water-based lubricant to increase blood flow for women so that they actually can enjoy sex again Mm. because of what? Moisture and circulation, because as we age, circulation is also a problem. So there's lots of advances in in lubricants. Pure is a great place to look, pureusa.com. You have lots of knowledge and lots of information there, Facebook, Twitter, and we can answer lots and lots of questions for people. Great. Thank you so much for being on my show today. I'm very looking forward to learning more about your products. I'm very interested in this Hydra. Say it for me. Hydra. It's, it's hyaluronin. Hy- hyaluronic acid. <laughs> hyaluronic acid. I'm very interested in this because of vaginal tearing and how it can help heal the tears. And I say people, Google hyaluron or hyaluronic acid because it's really an amazing thing to put in personal lubricants yeah. for micro tears and abrasions vaginally. Wonderful. Well, we have to go to break. I really enjoyed having you on. Thank you so much. Pure is the name of the lubricants. And um, I'm having fun at AVN. So stay tuned for more Sex with Jaya. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now, back to Sex with Jaya. We are back. Again, I am broadcasting live from the A&E Expo in Pasadena, California. And we were talking about personal lubricants in our first segment. And I'm also here with Aloe Cadabra. They're, the, they're sharing the booth with me. And they're my favorite lubricant because they're all natural, 95% organic. And there's been a whole green thing. My next guest is Jamie Waxman. And she led a panel on kind of the green movement and what's been going there. But Jamie and I also just shot a, a, a reality series with Playboy, which was very exciting. And we, we think we should have our own show, don't we, Jamie? Oh, no. I know. I don't think. I know. I know <laughs> we should have our own show. It will happen. Awesome. <laughs> so um, I want to know a little bit more about the A&E Expo. Can you tell my listeners, because um, I haven't really shared much about what this is about. And this year, something really magical is happening, I feel like, which is there's a lot of sex educators here with all the toys and everything else that's going on. But I've seen more sex educators than I've ever seen. So what's going on? So that, that is interesting. I've been coming to the A&E, which is the Adult Novelty Expo, since, oh, 2004, 2005. And this is the first year that sex educators have really come down and, like, I would say marched on the expo. Um, I think what's happening, the, the, this expo is geared towards wholesale. So anybody who comes into the show, most of, well, most anybody who comes into the show is here to buy product. So what's very cool about this is new products are being debuted right now here in L.A. What's your favorite? Oh, well, I, I fell in love. I've been falling in love almost every two steps today, which has been <laughs> nice. But there's a great, there's a woman here named Rianne who has an apple vibrator. It looks like an apple. It's called Forbidden Fruit. And the stem of the apple is maneuvered 
for all different pulsations. But honestly, the Ola by Minna has blown me away. It's a G-spot toy. And in order for it to vibrate, you either have to squeeze on it or you can make your own, you can use your hand and squeeze and it memorizes the pulses. It doesn't have its own pulse settings. You can, tr- you create you them, to create them yourself and you record them and then it plays them back for you. And it's medical grade silicone and the actual squeeze mechanism is soft done by four guy engineers who consulted with women designers and the curve looks really lovely. The colors are fantastic. So those are two toys that I found. There's actually two other toys that I was, I was shown that are not even being announced just yet that are also like, uh, I'll just say if the Sibian came in a handheld form that looked like a power tool, there'll be a toy coming out like that very soon. <laughs> and a rabbit that just blew me out of the water as well. That is not, that is not even being announced yet. But, um, but because I've had friends in this industry for so long. So this is like the great place that all the geeks come together. And this, the A&E show has been for the sex geeks for so long that make the toys. And now it's not just the geeks making the toys. It's the geeks distributing and reporting on the toys as well, or reviewing the toys that are here too. Awesome. So since my show is sex education based, what would you say, you know, there's so many different toys out there. There's the G-spot. There's a, there's a, there's so much stuff. What would you say to somebody, you know, in looking for a toy and looking for what's right for them? Um, and you have permission, everyone out there to shop for toys and to, you know, use them. I mean, this is, I think that using vibrators is perfectly normal and, and okay to do, um, in my opinion. Uh, I know a lot of people have shame about masturbation and touching themselves. So what would you say to somebody who's trying, starting out and they were trying to pick something? Well, two things. Number one, I didn't have, I was sexually active. I mean, I was kissing at age 11. I was sexually active by age 16. And I had my first orgasm at the age of 21. And it would not have happened without a vibrator. I didn't understand my body and the toy made it much easier for me to get to understand my body. So I love them. But I would say for someone who's starting out, it's overwhelming. The market is large. The medical grade silicone toys are high quality, but all vibrators break. It's the one thing. Maybe magic wands or oscillators, <laughs> they last a lot longer. The plugins are probably your best bet for longevity. But a toy is, is going to be something, even if you become attached to it, you will probably have to replace. So for starters, stay at the lower end of the price point. Go with something in the $30 range or the $20 range. Experiment with hard plastic. I would avoid the soft phthalate-laden rubber, but if you open a package in our insurer and it smells like your shower curtain, just put a condom over it. And somebody had a good recommendation about putting it on newspaper and if it leaves a color yeah, if it or leaves, burning a flame to it and if it catches a flame on fire. Silicone. Yeah, if it doesn't say silicone and you put a flame to it, it will melt. But if it's claiming to be silicone and you put a flame to it and it doesn't and it isn't 100% medical grade silicone, it will probably burn as well. But I really am a big fan of picking out a couple of lower priced sex toys, one maybe that's long and interests you, one that's short, one maybe that's curved, or just one or two that vibrate at different speeds or powers to give you a chance to experiment. And then when you figure out what you like, invest. And if it's not a vibrating toy, you know, figure out what angle you like before you shop. Because I think what happens for a lot of people is they buy something, it doesn't work, and then they are totally turned off to trying something else because they're disappointed, they think something's wrong with them, or they just feel like, I spent this money, it should have, it should have you know, washed my dishes after it got me off. <laughs> so I think that it's really important to remember it's going to take practice like anything in our lives to make, to find the perfect fits for our body and what we're, and our bodies change all the time. Right. So what we're in the mood for today might not be what we're in the mood for tomorrow. Right, right. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of vibrators. I like hard woods. And that was something, it took me 101 days to discover that that's where my body, that's what my body liked. So is that, was that your big takeaway from the 101 days of pleasure? Well, that and like giving myself my own pleasure, like really taking the time to do that. Um, but, but discovering that, okay, well, maybe I'm not a vibrator girl. I'm more of like a Kegel exerciser or a hardwood. But it took me all of that to discover that. And that can get expensive. <laughs> yes. And, and that's the thing is like, you know, I have a slew of sex toys in my home because I know people who make them. And so I get products and I get to review them. And I know I'm not the majority of the population. 
So what I would say too is look at your 101 a days of pleasure. Look at the things I review. Look at what other people review. Look at aesthetically what works for you. And if you can, get into a place where you can try it, where you can feel what it feels like, a shop. If even if, and this was a good point brought up in one of the panels today, a lot of people shop when they go on vacation. So next time you're leaving your town, if being in your town is not the place you can do it, next time you're going to another city that has a boutique that you feel comfortable or that you just want to go in, do it and test things out there. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's an awesome point because if you're ashamed to shop in your yeah, store, your store, no? I mean, luckily we have online too. You know, the so only thing about online is you, you can't, can't feel, feel it. it. But like right. Love Honey in the UK, they do videos around their products on how to use them. Booty Parlor, I know, is working on something like that too. So you'll be able to find websites that will show you as much as they can show you without you being there what a toy, what you might expect from a toy. Awesome. So how can people find out more about you and what? tell us about your book a little bit? Yeah, well, um, people can find me on Twitter at J-A-M-Y-E or online at jamiewaxman.com. My second book is called Getting Off a Woman's Guide to Masturbation, um, and that came out in 2007. This is and my third beautiful book. beautiful new one. So did I show this to you already? You did. Ah, okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> uh, sorry, I get very excited. Um, and the third book, Hot Sex, is coming out in October, and it's being distributed by Simon & Schuster. So um, that's, you know, I feel like... I'm not reinventing the wheel. What I'm trying to say is I don't think sex is always natural. I do think sex takes practice and work. I think it's okay not to always want it. But I also think that if we don't give ourselves the sensual pleasure that our bodies need, we don't stay as healthy as we can be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I think there's a mythology out there that like, oh, we should just know what to do. And even today, like I look at you a lot when I look at like a lot of the stuff that you, your 101 days of pleasure and stuff. And I see how much time you devoted to each toy. And I think, God, I'm lazy. Like I don't devote <laughs> that much time to things, but it's true. Like even the other day, a simply blown glass dildo. I was using it with a vibrator and I started tapping on it. And I'm like, wow, there's a new sensation I would have thought of. So it's hmm. experiment with what you've got, your fingers, your toys, whatever. Right, right. So it's also that, that place of exploration. And I think that we think I got to get quick to the orgasm and kind of get it done with as opposed to allowing yourself time to really explore, allowing yourself time to go, oh, what happens if I use my hands? What happens if I touch here? I, I talk to a lot of women who are like, I want to have a vaginal orgasm. I've only had clitoral orgasms. And, you know, just taking the time to explore, like when I ask them, they're not exploring their vagina. (laughs) And they don't, my first vaginal orgasm took over 45 minutes or an hour that first time. And, and that was like a lot of rigorous wrist motion where my wrist hurt the next day. And it's, and also give yourself permission to explore and not have the orgasm. Don't feel you failed because you didn't get to that end result. You did a erotic dance with, uh, with a class you were teaching once that I happened to be in. And I spent, I actually didn't do a lot of dancing. I had my blindfold on, I bent over, and I spent the 30 minutes moving a little, but mostly using my Kegel exer- my pelvic floor muscles. And after 30 minutes, I did not have an orgasm, but I didn't touch myself, and I wanted to see if I could. But the rest of the day, my heightened sense of sexuality was ridiculous. I was humping walls. I felt alive. <laughs> my vision was brighter. And it was all because I didn't get over the edge and because I built myself up for so long. And it was such mm-hmm. a magical feeling and gift I gave myself. Mm-hmm. Or thank- So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we could like, give each other little things. Yeah. I remember you were part of my 101 Days of Pleasure and you were giving me some advice about about that. Just like kind of like how to use a vibrator differently because I was going straight for my clitoris and just like those little things that we can give each other as sex educators because I think we all have different angles. We all have different branding, all different ways that we... And we're all students the whole time. Right. We're educators, you know, and if we stop learning, then we do a disservice in our, edu- in our teaching. Right. Yeah, I feel like that's a goal for me, like never to stop learning, never to stop discovering um, because there's always deeper levels. And I I want to see you do strip pole. (laughs) That's what I want to see next. I've been taking pole dance in classes and I just installed a pole in my basement. (gasps) Yeah, so I'm practicing. I'm practicing. That sounds exciting. But you see, it's like you added something new to your repertoire, like you brought in a whole new... I did. So... um, I don't know. It's like all this conglomerate of like, you know, Tantra, pole dancing. Let's just try it all, right? What's been your favorite thing here? But yes, right. You know what? I haven't even had a chance to walk around. Oh, okay. find my favorite thing. But, you know, I'm here with Alucadabra. So, of course, I love them. Um, and I just love all natural products. So I'm, I'm really searching for that. 
So we have to go to break. So speaking of Allocadabra, you can get 20% off Allocadabra, coupon code Jaya, J-A-I-Y-A, at Allocadabra.com. And the lavender is my favorite, if you want to know my favorite flavor. Okay, more Sex with Jaya when we come back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Aloe Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back. More Sex with Jaya from A-N-E. And I'm here with Reed Mahalko from readaboutsex.com, another fellow sex educator. Yay! Yay! So, and you're doing the after party for the show. I'm, I'm not only doing the O Awards after party, sponsored by Papaya Toys and Read About Sex, but I'm also hosting the O Awards tonight, which is Are the- you nervous? I am. I was I'm really nervous, and I'm just like presenting. I feel this must be how Billy Crystal feels when he hosts the Academy Awards because this is basically the adult novelties. You know, this is their Academy Awards tonight, and I'm very excited about it. And we've got you're being a presenter, so it's like a mini version of the Academy Awards, but for for sex toys. So fun! It's totally fun. What has been your favorite thing at the show? Of uh, the show so far, um, you know what? I love meeting sex geeks, and there are some geeky, geeky people here. Um, <laughs> so there's, you know, really, I, my favorite thing is a silicone butt plug uh, or a vaginal plug uh, that's made for specifically for women to wear when they're having strap-on harness sex. Awesome. Um, and they're also finding that that men like it as can use it as well. But I mean, I was like, "You have to give me one." Like, I will, I will Who ransack. Makes it? Um, I am going to be a moron and not remember the name. Of, I know there's so much going on. Yeah, I want okay, to. I'll have to find that out for everybody. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go find out and I'll come okay, back and yell it. Go find out and we'll come back because we have to get Nick okay, from Sticky okay. on. Okay, so we're gonna switch guests here. We have Nick from Sticky. He's a filmmaker. I've been very excited about this interview. Oh, great! So, um, you are making a documentary film about masturbation. That's right. Yes, and I have some questions for you about that film. Okay. I'm very excited to have you on, so thank you for coming on and being coming to the show. Absolutely. So, what exactly is Sticky the Movie? Um, Sticky the Movie is the world's first feature documentary on a subject that touches us all, masturbation. <laughs> or that we all touch. 
that we all touch. I guess it depends <laughs> on how you're looking at it. Um, and um, I, what it is is it's something I've been working on for about four years now, nearing completion. I've, I have a simultaneous book that will be coming out first, hopefully. Um, and it's about our touchy relationship with self-pleasure. And in uh, doing this interview, I'm exploring, I've, I've interviewed over 60 people from celebrities to uh, everyday people. About, What's your favorite interview? Oh, there's no favorite. I mean, that's like saying, what's my favorite car, a par- Porsche or a Ferrari? You know, it's like, um, they're just different, you know? Um, and, you know, the primatologist had some really insightful things to say about how uh, masturbation had an effect on human evolution. The bonobo monkey, female bonobo monkeys, when they masturbate, they increase the acidity level of their vaginal secretions, thereby killing off semen. So if they're not satisfied with their mate, they masturbate thereby, by natural selection, possibly killing off the possibility of having babies with them. So in that sense, masturbation has had its hand in human evolution. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, but then, you know, of course... I love sex geeks. Don't you guys love sex geeks? I mean, we're all, like, geeky today. So anyway, keep going. No, but then the interview with uh, (laughs) Dr. Julissa Elders was very interesting and how she talked about how she was forced to resign by Bill Clinton for her comments at an AIDS conference um, where she stood up and said, you know, perhaps we should... teach about masturbation in our sex education and uh, was forced to resign by a a liberal president who was inserting his cigar in his intern. (laughs) (laughs) So um, there are plenty of interesting interviews. We even interviewed a priest, a rabbi, a Buddhist monk, and an Islamic ayman to get the morality of masturbation um, uh, because truly uh, the fear of masturbation and the shame-based ideas around it stem in part from morality and this old um, Judeo-Christian idea of uh, masturbation being not procreation, and any sex outside of procreation doesn't make sense. Right. Onanism, and, right? Onanism, yeah, that was part of it. We did a, uh, a mock biblical reenactment <laughs> of the Onan um, experience. It was called Bonin with Onan, um, <laughs> and it was a rap, and uh, we, we told that story in a very creative way, I think. Well, I'm very excited to see. Now I, w- I want to see the Bonin with Omen, Onan thing. Yeah, that's actually on a blog we did on the morality of masturbation, which is on our website, stickythemovie.com. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just started blogging for you. So Yes, and you did. A, and actually, your blog is still up there right now. You can yeah, find the uh, blog on working masturbation in the workplace, which <laughs> is uh, interesting. Um, in Brazil, yeah. they uh, seems to be legalized on some ways. <laughs> masturbating at work. Yeah, that's uh, like, ants well, on the top. I get to masturbate at work all the time because yeah. sex is my job. So yes. I had my 101 days of self-pleasure. And that was my job every day to masturbate. Well, so. they call it a hand job, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what do you think is the most interesting thing that you learned? We talked about some of the interviews, but what's the most interesting thing that you learned about ma- when, while making your film? Oh, I have to keep the secrets for the viewers when you watch the movie. <laughs> um, the primatologist is one of the most interesting, actually, like I had referenced. Um, but, um, I mean, we have, you know, truly I find interesting um, is the future of masturbation, where we're going. Um, there, you know, we're going to need to define what it is. On a legal level and on a relationship level. Um, for example, if you have sex bots or robot sex slaves, is that masturbation or is that, <laughs> that is sex with a robot? Right. Um, you know, and it makes sense because if it's masturbation, then you're probably not going to legally owe half to your wife if you get <laughs> for divorce. But if, you, if, it's a, if it's not cheating because thereby it's just using a really fancy dildo, um, then you don't owe half to your wife for <laughs> cheating. So, I mean, truly, there's going to be a lot of legal reasons to define what is masturbation in the future. Um, virtual reality is going to challenge us right. in many ways, there's, too. There's some toys here at the yeah. show that are virtual. And, and, and and I've been doing a lot of study on this and where the future lies. And that's in the last segment of our film, The Future of Masturbation. Mm-hmm. It's in your hands. <laughs> Wonderful. So um, if you could tell people one thing to help them release shame around masturbation, what do you think it would be? Because my mission is to help eradicate shame around sexuality in general. But I think that there's a lot of shame around masturbation, even though so many people do it. Um, well, the it's hard to tell people to eradicate shame. I'm, you know, it's, it's because I think people have to come to terms themselves. I mean, I could, I could tell them that most people masturbate. I could tell them that um, it's, it's a natural part of human evolution. <laughs> I could tell them that uh, our former Surgeon General said there's nothing wrong with it. Um, there's so many things I can say about it. Um, but in the end, it's a mindset and people have to come to terms with it themselves in the end it, and that's the power of masturbation it's autonomous um it's it's something that you do for you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so how can people find out more about your film and your project and what you're working on 
Well, people could go to stickythemovie.com, which is our website. And on there, they can find our Facebook link, which we're doing. We're going to be doing lots of competitions. Actually, at this event here, I've already got a number of corporate sponsors interested in donating sex toy products. For So if you like so many likes on our Facebook page, you can get valued products up to $100, uh, for free. Well, so I'll, I'll put in some products for you. There you go. <laughs> so there's going to be that. And then you can keep abreast on our Twitter. All our social media is on our website. And we'll be, of course, through Facebook and Twitter on our webpage, letting you know when we get distribution. I should be doing a panel discussion sometimes in, Oct- in October with the uh, editor of Playboy, I understand. Or at least I was invited to this in, in New York. And there's going to be lots of events. We're hoping to finish the film in the next three, four months. And maybe be distributing sometime next year. Thank you. It's been four years in the making, so this oh is oh my goodness. I, big... These projects, I mean, you know, like people spend four or five years. I know my videos have been three years of my life yeah. making videos. So we're really putting our heart into getting sex education out there. Your documentary about masturbation. Do you have a website? StickyTheMovie.com. StickyTheMovie.com is the website. Uh-huh. Um, that's S T I C K Y T H E M O V I E dot com. Uh-huh. Sticky being, it's a sticky subject. Um, in Eastern medicine says that in some ways masturbation could be harmful. Western medicine says it isn't. There have been three studies on prostate cancer linking to masturbation. Um, the most, the one second to last actually said that masturbation could help prevent prostate cancer, while the last one that was done about two years ago in England said it actually might cause it in some situations. Um, I have my own theories on that, but um, it's a sticky subject in more mm-hmm. ways than one. So, so I would delineate, is it masturbation? Or is it ejaculation? Well, that is true. It could be the, the a- aspects of ejaculation. you can masturbate that, without ejaculating, have orgasms without ejaculating. You know, that, this is a whole other category. And it is a whole other category. And, and there's, there's lots of theories on that. But my problem is, and again, I'm not, my film doesn't condone masturbation necessarily. It asks a lot of questions. It essentially asks, why is something that almost everyone does so difficult to talk about? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there's some people that will come away with masturbation is, is bad. I mean, we actually have talked to um, people about sex addiction and about sexual ADD or the idea that, you know, people are masturbating to pornography and airbrushed images of unattainable women and what that does to a man's self-esteem yep. and how some men aren't able to match that frequency at which they can do with their hand when they're actually having sex with a real woman. Right. So there are a lot of risks involved, too. So I don't want to say it's all good, but it's like a car. You can drive it to take someone to the hospital, or you can run someone over it if you're a drunk driver. You know, it's, 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 it is what it is, and I think it's about the mindset behind it. And if I can cr- increase dialogue about sexuality, if I can increase dialogue about masturbation and what it means, I think we're all going to learn a little something. Right, right. I mean, just t- having the conversation about it and opening people up to what's possible. I mean, that's always been another one of my goals is what is possible erotically? What is possible for us to do? And in educating my audience, um, what do you think is possible when it comes to masturbation? How can we use masturbation? The sky's the limit. (laughs) (laughs) See, the thing about masturbation is, and this is what I've learned more and more, there's tons of how-to books on techniques and there's tons of information on that. But truly, the most powerful aspect of masturbation is the mind. Our mind makes a heaven and hell out of anything. Our mind has the capability of bringing infinite amounts of pleasure. And what's truly interesting about this subject as I've delved into it is how our mind limits our pleasure or can maximize it. What we feel about ourselves and what we feel about our experiences affects our level of pleasure. And there's something about the human spirit, there's something about humanity that wants to limit its ability to have pleasure. We love pleasure. We seek it in so many ways. But when it comes to sexual pleasure, it's like we don't want to go too far. Mm. And, and so we censor our, our pleasure, even though the power is in our own hands, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, I think that there's a, a fear almost of too much pleasure or that we don't deserve it. Or... Um, I don't know. There's just, it's just very interesting, this conversation around what's possible and that people don't explore what's possible. I hear a lot of people who go like, well, I'm having an orgasm. All right, but what about having another orgasm and another orgasm? And what about, you know, there's so much, but they're not exploring it. And um, I'm glad that there's films like yours out there because people can get more information. Mm-hmm. And I think that's ultimately, like, what do you think is your goal with your film? Well, my goal is to increase dialogue. <laughs> You know, just to get people talking. Um, I, you know, again, I'm not here to pontificate 
about the yays and nays of masturbation. I just want to kind of create... The idea with Sticky was to... Even in the title, is it is a sticky subject. So we've got people that are pro this and negative that. Like, you know, I'll I'll cut from a doctor sanctioning it as a positive thing to a Qigong expert saying that it's one of the worst things a man can do is ejaculate an orgasm and even masturbating, you know, what it does to your testosterone and off balances the system. So I love the, I love to hear all sides of the story because I think through that controversy, through that conflict, through that dialogue, we learn. And, and, and I really just want to create dialogue. What I have a problem with, and this is where I do take a side, is I have a problem with people being so afraid to talk about it. I think, you know, it, that's, you know, and we go into the side, uh, concept of sex education and how abstinence-only sex education kind of took over for quite some time. Um, it's through that that, we, you know, we have a fear, for instance, of sex in children. Even though sexuality amongst children is natural. I mean, they're, they're sexual beings. But we're so afraid about anything to do with educating our children because we're afraid of molestation and then damaging of children. I mean, even the word pedophile, which means to love children, has become molestation. Um, when the reality is... So I missed it, but we have to take a break. So uh, we'll come back. We've been talking with Nick from the movie Sticky and more Sex with Jaya when we return. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We are live from the A&E Adult Novelty Expo 2011, and I just want to announce my site, in case you've been listening, sexisyou.com is my site, Red Hot Touch, for all of my videos, redhottouch.com. And I'm here with Aloe Cadabra, who I love, 95% organic, alocadabra.com, Jaya is the coupon code for 20% off. 
All right. Awesome. So I wanted you to wrap up because you kind of left on. I left the- on pedophilia. That wasn't <laughs> the best place to cut. So, um, go ahead. Yeah, we were, we were actually, where I was going with that was um, by educating our children and the future generations, uh, we are going to, that's the best protection we can do from any kind of sexual perversions. And it also is the best protection from any kind of shame and guilt and the issues that can come up. Now, statistically, most relationships and marriages have two major problems that end them, and that's finance and sex. So we're working on 50%. Of, of the major issues here by uh, educating people and creating dialogue around healthy sexuality. Great. Thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to switch some guests now. So Megan Andalou, i probably not saying her name correctly. She's going to hop on. In the meantime, um, Reed was on, and he was talking about his favorite toy was Joya. That was the name of it. And their site, I think, is joyaforyou.com. So I have their card here. Um, so maybe I'll talk about them one day. I have to go check them out. Hello, Miss Megan. Hello. I'm meeting you for the first time right now. It's so exciting. I know. You've been on the show before. I have. Yes. And I've so seen your lovely face all over the place. So thank you. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so I've been asking everyone, what's your favorite toy at the show? Uh, that's store-bought, besides hands. Um, <laughs> you love hands? I do love hands. Um, lubrication. A good yeah. silicone-based lubrication um, probably is, is my favorite thing. Mm, yeah. Why do you think lube's important? We've been ta- we started the show that way. Did you? Yeah. Um, I find that so many people, it helps them with sexual response. It helps them have an easier time having orgasms. It makes penetration so much easier if they're looking to explore in that. It allows people to have water sex. Like, all of these fun things can happen. So, water sex? Tell me about that. Because water washes away water-based lubrication, which is what the vagina makes. And right. so many people are like, I've heard sex in the water is dangerous. And I'm like, no, it's not. It just hurts because that water is taking away your lube. So right. silicone-based lube can allow people to be a little bit more green in their sex play. I never even thought about that. Silicone in the water. Yes. I'm totally going to try that. Just have to make sure you wash down the tub after because otherwise you'll go flying. Oh, yeah, because the silicone probably gets in the bottom yes. of the tub yes. and yes. gets very slippery. Yes. Dangerous. Yes. <laughs> okay, good tip. <laughs> so our show is a sex education show, and this year I'm so excited about the fact that so many sex educators are at the show mm-hmm. because I've been coming to these things over and over again, and I never, I'm like, where are all the sex educators? So what excites you uh, or how can you educate my audience a little bit on this industry? And what's happening in the industry? Or what are some of your favorite things you're seeing happening? Well, I, I'm actually really excited to see the industry starting to talk to sex educators. Because I don't know for, for you, but for me, when I was walking around there, people would be like, so what do, you, what do you do? You're not selling anything? Like, what do you, why are you here? Like, you're not making products? And I'm like, I'm promoting you guys. Like, masturbation's a great way to be sexual and not get an STI. Like you should be working <laughs> with the sex educator. So yeah, I used to get looks like, oh, you're a sex educator. Just kind of like, but now it's like, oh, you're a sex educator. Wait a minute. How can I work with you? How can I educate people about my product? So people are really interested in education. And that's fantastic. It's nice to see this part of the industry changing and, and accepting and like seeing how we can all collaborate together because that's how we can make the world like sex- more sexually healthy is through collaboration. We all have so many different experiences and different voices and, you know, insight. I've learned lots of things from you, you know, and it's all about sharing. So getting us to all work together. That's amazing. What's yeah. your website? So that I, before I forget, what is your website so people can find it's, out more about you? Uh, oh, Megan. O-H. Oh, Megan. Yeah, like, and do you oh. spell Megan weird? No, plain and simple. <laughs> M-E-G-A-N. Some people, <laughs> some people put an H in there. M-A-G-A-N. Yeah. Oh. Megan. Yep. Dot com. Dot com. And um, what's your passion right now in sex, with the sex world? I'm really looking at sexual shame issues. I'm finding, yeah, <laughs> it's so heartbreaking and fascinating. And that's how I got into the field. And then I started getting more involved in like sexual health. And now I think I'm coming back to let's really look at the shame issue of what's going on because it's causing a lot of damage. I ask this question every show now. How do you think people can overcome sexual shame? <laughs> it's a huge question. 
I'm going to go with something that I think can be done pretty easily. I think that we should be using the celebrity sex scandals more often to talk about. It gives people an excuse to talk about sex and to start to put their thoughts and their feelings out about sexuality in a safer manner. So it's much easier to talk about uh, what Arnold say, Schwarzenegger's doing. Right, right. <laughs> and open relationships versus cheating. If right. you start off the conversation with, what do you think about Arnold and like that cheating thing? Like, do you think it's possible to have? And then when you, when you phrase it like that, you're putting the onus on the person that you're asking the question about, as opposed to saying, I would really like to have an open relationship. Right. So it gives a little bit more safety. It sucks for the celebrity, but (laughs) (laughs) it's a little bit of an easier way, I think, for people to start talking about sex and their values and their desires. It gives a safety net for them. So what's going on in pop culture can be a way for people to kind of open up the conversation and start talking about sexuality. Yeah, as opposed to just using it as mindless chatter, like... Right. Be a little sneaky about it. What are you trying? <laughs> it's hard to just go up to the dinner party and be like, hey, what do you think about anal sex? <laughs> Versus, like, you know. Do you think Arnold has anal sex? Right. Right. It's an easier way. Did you hear, you know, what Tiger did with this person? Like, there you go. There's your icebreaker. Right. Good. So, so I keep saying, let's start a conversation in a community around sexuality and this idea of conversation. And we have to start talking about sex. And I think that's the first place. But for so many people, it's so hard to talk with their partner. I mean, the main person that they're in relationship with. It's like, how do I talk to my partner about something I want to try or something that I want, something new that I want to do? Or I want to go to the sex toy store and get this new thing I heard about on Jaya's show, the Joya, um, or the Alucadabra, whatever it is that they want to get. You know, how do you think couples can come together? Um... I actually really like this website called postsecret.com. I have not heard about this site. So postsecret um, is this guy collects secrets that people send in to him in his mailbox that are decorated and it has a secret on it. And he gets thousands of them, thousands every week. And he posts about 20 each Sunday morning. And I recommend for, for couples to start or end Sunday with going to post secret and looking at the secrets that other people have posted and then turning to them and saying, what do you think about that? Yeah. It's amazing. I collect the sexuality related ones and there's so much amazing information that you can pull from people of like what their core issues are. What's the shame? What are they thinking? What's the, what are they wanting to try out but are so scared to? Mm -hmm. So we're waving at people. People are going by. Jamie Waxman's going by. We're waving at her. <laughs> um, so I think that the post-secret Sunday morning, it's a tradition that I love doing with my partner. And it, I think it opens up such amazing communication. Thank you, Megan, for being on the show. Omegan.com is her website. My site, sexisyou.com. Find out more about me. I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you? You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.